Hi, Dennis. Eric, hello, how are you? Welcome. Yeah. Oh. Sorry that your first meeting has to be under these circumstances, but, um, you know, there's, there's no right way to do it, so we might as well do it the oddest way. Yeah, that's right. No, this, uh, this is fine. I'm getting used to um, operating it in this manner quite a bit, so. Yeah, we all pretty much are at this point. It's been a very um, interesting time. Yeah, you know, the, the transition to working from home hasn't been so difficult because I've been doing, you know, periodically doing that anyway. It's being at home with kids and... Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, anyway, and you, you're getting along fine, I assume? I am. I actually live by myself, so it's, it's a little bit weirder because uh, I've realized I'm, you know much I relied on talking to people. So, I mean, if someone calls me during the day, like there are people like, you know, people just I have normal business with like attorneys that from the ZDA or some other thing that normally it'd be a five minute conversation. It's pretty much a 20 minute conversation at this point. Now it's, it's, but we're both the same way. Like a lot of us, we're just like, oh, I'm talking to someone else about something not, you know, anything else. Let's, 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 let's you know, have a, you know, have a little bit of fun and you know, know what people are doing. So it's been, it's been interesting, though. You know, I've uh, it's been weird because I've never, up until this point, I've never worked from home. Oh, really? Because my old job, I work I did, I was an environmental engineer, and so my firm, like, I did a lot of the GIS and CAD stuff, okay. and that didn't really because I just couldn't do it from home because I would have needed like the software and the computer that would actually run that software. Like, they just you know, laptops weren't really great for that software, you know, eight or nine years ago. So basically like, and, and I couldn't like dial in remotely because I dial in remotely to my computer Yeah. and I couldn't get the files I needed work on because those were on the server. So and you couldn't take all those files and take them off the server and work on them because it was just a big mess. So yeah. I never was able to, everyone else could, like if we'd have a snow server, like, all right, I'm working from home. Me, I'd be like, well, I'm either going to have to drive in the snow or take a vacation day. Yeah, bummer. Who are you working for? Uh, Tetra Tech, US, oh, right. in yeah. Wilmington. So I was there for ooh, about 20 years. Oh, really? Yeah. Up until when? Uh, about six years, seven years ago. I'm done, just coming in seven years working for the city. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. It's been good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. So it's, it's uh, fun. So. Third Epsilon, right? I am at Epsilon. Yeah. Oh, you there? I've been uh, just over five years. Okay, nice. I, I'm in the planning group at Epsilon. Oh, yeah. Chapter 91 stuff is nice. my stuff. Okay. So. Oh, that's right. How you said that, I think, when you, you yeah. said you expressed an interest. Yeah. yeah. A lot of overlap between Chapter 91 and Wetlands. Yeah, you know, definitely. Together. Um, but my, my focus is definitely on chapter 91. And okay, great. Yeah. yeah. You're going to see me probably log in uh, separately on my computer as well. So there, there may be oh, got it. a meeting here in a minute. Not a problem. Some people do that too. Yeah, I've done that for a few meetings. People have had two different. I, I sometimes have had. I tried doing it in two different ones, but the feedback was so much that I stopped doing that because. Right. The camera on my Chromebook is way better, and but the controls on this laptop, which is a lot older, 
are a lot better. Like the Chromebook controls for you can't really run a meeting on it on it, fortunately, I found out. I, I work through my remote link to the office most frequently, but um, audio, video, and like printer connections, local yep. printer connections don't work through the remote server, so I log into Zoom on my phone and um, here on the computer for if we need to do screen share or something like that. Okay. Yeah, there'll, there'll be a few of them, I think, a few little maps and stuff thrown on there just to give people a better visualization of the proper the pro, the properties. How long have you met with the Medford? Um, just over 10 years, actually. Oh, okay, excellent. Nice. When I first moved down here from Vermont, I, I ended up in Medford um, and then bounced around Cambridge, Boston, here and there, but ended up back in Medford. Yep. Right down the street, I originally lived, of all places. That's really uh, funny, wow. Yeah, it's been a great, great place for us, you know. Um, three kids and active parks and yeah, there are. That's great. Oh, not so much right now, but. No, um, yeah. Yeah. Although I have gotten in a lot of walks uh, along the mist with kids. Which that's is good. Yeah, I've been. I've got a walk in a bit. Although a couple of days ago, I sliced my big toe open. So I've been sort of able to walk and. Like I can walk, but I haven't really wanted to because I don't really want to put any pressure on it. Like so, I've been kind of just staying around, around the house the last few days. So, so I was kind of bummed about because I finally got like my first week where I had like over ten thousand steps every single day, and I'm like, all right, I'm back, I'm back. And then I think I got a little too cocky. You have to go to the hospital. Not for that, but um, I, this morning I was cutting a bagel and sliced my finger open. That <laughs> I had to go to urgent care and get stitches. So it's been a great couple of days. <laughs> Oh, the foot stopped bleeding, you know, after probably about 15 minutes. And that was, but it was also like two in the morning. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I can't, I don't really want to go now. And it stopped bleeding. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just bandage it up. And then I talked to my doctor the next day and he's like, well, it's been about seven hours. So it's pretty much stitches are, as long as it's not bleeding right now, stitches aren't a point. So. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and this is this morning. It was like, oh, this is, this is cut pretty good. And it, it and apparently I didn't really know this hands bleed lot there are so many just tiny little blood vessels in the hands that yeah. just they go forever and they go for a very long time so i had to get two stitches basically at the tip of the finger ouch yeah so Bummer. i have to cut back on the typing right <laughs> it's, it's been really hard i've been i've been trying to like avoid using that you know the middle finger on my left hand so i've been mistyping stuff all day and we're trying to type just you know like you know, like my dad used to type with two fingers. So I've been trying to do that, but that's that's a lot harder on a, a keyboard than it would be on a typewriter because everything's flat. Yeah, right. It doesn't really work that well, assuming you can't bend one of the fingers. Yeah, and I imagine on a laptop with like a really low-profile keyboard, that's way more difficult than a mechanical keyboard on a desktop. Exactly, yeah. So I'm, that's, a good, that's a good idea. I think I actually have an extra an old keyboard here. I might plug that in. It might actually work a little bit better. That's a good, that might help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bummer. So. But. 
I kind of, I mean, sort of went over the format and I mean, you know, of the meeting and, you know, it, it's not going to be too dissimilar from a regular sort of meeting. It'll just be a little bit weirder you know, in terms of, you know, normally our meetings are fairly, you know, a presentation, questions, and then we sort of usually go around the table for questions. So I'd imagine the chair will probably, oh, one thing uh, for your, your name. I don't think I, I don't know if I said this in the email. Can you rename it and put just like Eric Dressford Commissioner or something? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, So you got everything all sworn in with uh, the court's yeah. office? Yeah, another unusual swearing in outside the main entrance of City Hall. It was yep. um, it, it was just fine, and uh, I, I think his name was Adam. It was, yeah. Very helpful, very accommodating. I, I appreciate that, but it's... Uh, <laughs> I think he was kind of glad to have something a little different than the norm he's been dealing with, you know, for the last, you know, eight weeks. But I emailed him, like, usually sometimes, you know, I basically emailed him, he's right away, he's like, yep, absolutely, here's, here's what you do, send me the letter, outside, we'll have to do it outside, and all ready to go. Too funny. All right. As on your, on your, on your view of first. Uh, does my full name appear on your? Uh, it does, and then that. But then, like a da like a hyphen, like I have environmental agent. Put a hyphen and put like mission member or something like that as well. Okay. Just as a little. I don't know if I put that in the email. We kind of. Yeah. Decided on that because there were some meetings where we were like, I don't know who's who on the board, and it's like, oh yeah, that's probably a good idea to actually have them. Otherwise, it's just a random person sort of speaking, you know, out of turn. It seems like to some people. See how I do that here. You have another member who came on about the same time as you, and long it's been saying connecting to audio. I don't know if you see it up on the screen too, so I'm not sure if they're just waiting for you close yeah. to start and then they jump on. So I'm gonna check on him and see. You said you have three kids? Oh, there we go. Hello, John. Hi. Welcome. There you go. Um, can you bring me my water, please? Oh, John. Hello. Oh, Heather. How are you? I am doing all right. How are you doing? We're so busy. There's hardly any time, believe it or not, to do anything. We're doing 
Today there were guys swinging in the trees with chainsaws. There were guys putting in edging and making, I, I'm trying to make a lawn smaller. We have, we have that $100,000 construction project going on at the Historical Society. Trust me. <laughs> However, martini time on is pretty open. Uh, we're doing our best to uh, kickstart the economy. Yeah. Excellent. Good. <laughs> I, I've been doing similar with some of the local breweries. Uh, so, you know, once a week oh, okay. I and put it in order and just show up and then it's great. We're good. And then, and you're not just buying hand sanitizer. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I basically put in the order and then you just drive right up and they bring it out to your trunk yep. and it's great. So, um, two new members, they're both on right now. Let me unmute and Eric, I'm assuming and Sig. Go bingo. So I think I've got you guys both on now. So, um, hi, we're hi. Still waiting for a few more. Hi, guys. Hi, there. hi, hi Eric. Here's Lindsay. Nice to meet you virtually. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Actually, Heidi, Heidi lives like three or four houses away, but I think I've only seen you once. On I have never have not seen you. I want to <laughs> say hi to Heidi. Hi. Hi, John. <laughs> so. We're getting close, though, Heidi, to the 10-foot social distancing in the backyard. Oh, good. What do you think? I'd like to see your deck, really. <laughs> well, I'd like to see you and Steve, so... <laughs> We've been doing, um, I actually just made the lawn smaller in the back and kind of cleaned it all up. This year, the opportunity is there. So, Great. Who, are we, who else is going to be on? Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. Um, I just let Dave on and, um, think, and I'm not sure about Alex and Katie. And looks like our applicant's waiting in the... Yeah, yeah, I was just going to, I told them I was going to wait until I got all you all in as one and then bring them in. One of the things I don't know if you've noticed, I, well, a few things. One, um, I told Eric this earlier, so that's why he's already got it up. But if you can change your name so it says, like, you know, commission member or something like that, just so it's up on the screen to uh, make it a little bit easier. Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah. Um, if, you click, if you click, like, on your picture, there's, like, usually three dots. If you see three dots... Yes. There should be a little, if once you click that, it should, it should be a thing that says rename. So hit that and it says rename. Got it. Okay. And you just want us to put commission member. Yep. That's all. Okay. It's more just so, I mean, the applicants will pretty much know, especially yeah. in a meeting like this, but we've had other meetings where people are like, who's that person who's talking? I don't know why you're letting just random few members of the public talking like, well, that's actually a commission member. Okay. So. Rename. Got it. Right. And he just got here, so. I'm, I'm seeing everybody else's name. Huh? Are you a pro at Zoom now, Dennis? I don't am. It's, um, <laughs> it's, I've been having a lot of meetings on it and actually running a lot of meetings and just observing meetings and how they're going. I've actually been like just, and some I've just been sort of sitting in, see how they go. Like, I, like last night I watched a city council meeting, not really because I, anything on the agenda that I wanted to pay attention to. I just wanted to sort of see how it ran. Yeah. Just to get someone else, you know, how it runs. So. There's Katie. Hello. All right. Hi, Katie. Oh. No, I think I have to change my uh, Zoom name here. Looks like a four point. Hang on. Yep. 
We won't promote the company here on ConCom time. There we go. Unless you want to get a nice four point, you know, uh, backdrop and put that up, you know, as a. We definitely need t-shirts now. Yes. You <laughs> joke, but I have one. I have a Tetris deck approved background. Oh, do you really? Nice. Of course I do. Four offices all over the globe. <laughs> oh, oh, you're not, you're not, you don't tell me that twice. <laughs> all right. So got everyone here. So, um, I think I'm not sure about Alex, so we'll sort of see you on him, but, uh, we have a quorum. We have a quorum, so we can start. And um, everyone's names up there as a, as a commission you know, member. And um, in the future, it won't be tonight because there are other things on the agenda. There was a council meeting and a community development meeting, so we got bumped. But the, in, in the future, these meetings will probably be appearing on the public access channel as they're going on. So, so tonight, you're, you're basically saying that we don't have to worry about our appearance tonight. Not exact, exactly, but it might at some point be air on the public access at a later date, like they might be available to act, you know, they'll probably yeah. take the audio, the video file and then run it on there. So just, um, you know, be aware of that because I was on a meeting the other night where one of the members swore multiple times without think, realizing it. So um, it was amusing, but, you know, definitely probably sort of made the meeting sideways. So, um, all right, everyone's here. Uh, I'm just going to bring, there are three people in the waiting room. I'll bring them in. And um, I don't know which, you know, we'll, we'll sort of bring them all on because they're all pretty much neighbors and abutters to each other at this point. So I think, I'm not sure there's one other person who I don't know exactly who they are, but I'll bring them all in and then we'll, uh, we'll get the meeting started. John, are they in the other? Hi, Dennis. Hi, Kelly. How you doing? Good. How are you? Hi, Hector. Hey, Dennis. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. So I'm just going to let Rick in, too. And so um, I wasn't sure of the order that we wanted to go in, but we have the certificate of compliance and the yeah, notice of intent. So usually, I mean, certificates take usually less time. So I don't know if we want to go that route first or whatever. You know, it's I'm deferring to all, but... Um, can you hear me, Dennis? Yes, I can hear you, but we can't oh, see you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Um, I'm not sure what I have to. Is there something I have enabled on this? Um, yeah, I don't think so. Are you on the same There's one? There's a. Uh, yeah, yeah. It worked hey, the other hey, day with us. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't change anything. Hey, oh, hey Rick. Next, next to oh, your uh, the microphone. No, no, I, just got, I just. I just. Hey, there we go. Hey neighbor. <laughs> Howdy neighbor. <laughs> hey neighbor. Oh, you guys look familiar. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, we're all approved. Okay, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got the applicants here and uh nobody else in the waiting room, so I think we can get started. So. Okay. Cool. 
If you want, I can put up the agenda first so that people can sort of see it and then we can from there. John, can you go get me a plug real quick? I'm about to lose power. Too much time online. <laughs> All right. So we have two items in the agenda tonight. First is a request for a certificate of compliance, DEP file number 215-0207-37 West Street, for Richard Monagle for a certificate of compliance regarding the construction of a house at 37 West Street. And the other item on the agenda is a notice of intent, which oh, should say DEP file number 215-0221-35 West Street, Hurst X filed a notice of intent to raise the existing garage, construct an addition to the existing home, reduce the size of the driveway and level it, remove slash replace slash install fence around the property boundary within the 100 foot buffer zone of a bordering vegetated wetland and 200 riverfront area. So I can stop share on that for right now. And we can proceed. So um, for the curve conditions, this is for work that uh, we want to do the certificate compliance first? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Um, right. So for the certificate compliance, this was for work that was done a few years ago for the construction of a house at, at, uh, on West Street. And we can call up uh, order of conditions and sort of show you what they are. And we can sort of go over them. And do we have to open the meeting, the public hearing oh. first? Yes, we do. Thank you very much, Heidi. All right, there is something I have to say for that. Yes, uh, let me just grab that. There's a... Give me a minute or You just take me a second or three. <laughs> I get the cat, you got the drink. <laughs> yep, you know, I got my, my Zivia. I'm off my shoulders for about six months now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, not on the computer. Not on the computer. Mm -hmm. All right, give me a minute. My computer is acting a little pokey right now. Nice choice of background, Heidi. Thank you. I like that one. It's a new painting. I have not seen that one. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. All right. I got it now. All right. So, um, pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order, super suspending certain provisions of the open meeting law, federal law 30A, 
2018 and the governor's March 15th, 2020 order imposing strict limitations on the number of people that may gather in one place. This meeting of the City of Medford Conservation Commission is being conducted via remote participation. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings as provided for in the order. A reminder that persons who would like to listen or view this meeting while in progress do so by accessing the link that was including the meeting agenda posted on the City of Medford website. If despite our best efforts, we are not able to provide for real-time access, we will post a record of this meeting on the City Towns website as soon as we are able. And with that, we can open the meeting. Let me just, I thought I had a bunch of these things set up in here and I don't, so I'm just running through. Goodness gracious, I apologize. Unfortunately, my day today was kind of side railed by the fact that I cut open my finger on a bagel, so I've been a little less time uh, to uh, get things done. I was, was, it Goldie, was, it Goldilocks, was it? It was a Goldilocks bagel, which yeah. are too big to fit in my bagel cutter, so I have to cut them with a knife and right. zipped open the tip of it. So, well, at least it was worth it. <laughs> You would have thought so, except because I literally, after I cut it, I basically screamed and yelped and I dropped it on the floor. And then I had to go to urgent care to get stitches. So I never actually ate it. Oh, no. That was really bad. Yeah. So you were around the neighborhood, Dennis. Yeah. I, I'm down there. I was down there. Yeah. Every other week, I'd pretty much make a stop to pick up a bunch. So Yeah, we're there quite often. Well, now a little bit less often. but Yeah, exactly. It makes it... <laughs> So my folks live up near Reading, near a very good donut place. So we swap off one week, they go and get a bunch of donuts. And then the other week I go and get bagels. And then we just trade off like at the, at the door I, of their apartment. I just want to point out that this is a no carb day for me. And this is like, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Heather, it was a no carb day for me as well. So, <laughs> all right. So I've got the original order of conditions was filed on. I'm just going through the dates here. Sorry. All right, so maybe to restart here, we're yeah. the Certificate of Compliance for 37 West Street, and you're going to put up a copy of the asphalt for everyone to take a peek? Yep. So let me, that's what I'm trying to do now, sorry. My initial hope was to pretty much have all these things like in a row where I could just go bing, 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 and... All right, there we go. All right, so here is, let me just, uh, I'll move back to my screen so that you can see it and I'll zoom in onto the property. I think this should work. I believe we have not, in in this not so far past actually walked the in back of this more within the last six months or last fall 
believe so. Yeah, it's it's we've done a few times, and then I yeah. think also when um, Will and Kelly they were doing their project uh, more recently, people were over in the same neighborhood and sort of saw it. So let me right now I can yeah. zoom in. Yeah. So their neighbors further down were in. Yep. So that's. Oh, people can see very well right now. So that is, you know, the as-built uh, upon completion of the project. And kind of amazingly enough, when I looked at the, uh, the original order, for reasons I'm not sure about, um, it didn't actually require one. So I have one anyway, which is great. So I don't know if people have questions about the work that was done. I can answer them and Rick can answer them as well. So I don't know if we how we want to sort of approach it if we want to just sort of start with the chair and then sort of go around the room and perhaps, you know, a alphabetical fashion. Yes, we need to introduce the project oh. here a little bit more though. We need to introduce Rick and then quickly yep. what Rick's project was originally. Okay. Rick, why don't you jump in and then say what the work that was done and, you know, just give us sort of an overview of the project. Sure. No problem. Rick Monagle, um built a new house, 37 West street. Uh, I did it. I got the as built on, it's got to be a couple of years now, you know, submitted it to inspectional down build department. They approved everything, you know, said everything was built, you know, per plans and then they approved it. So, um, all the conditions that we had on there, the signs up, the, you know, uh, hay bales. I mean, uh, you saw all that stuff too, Dennis. We had that up for yep. probably 18 months. Did all, all the plantings. were in place for a long time. And yep. Were, yep. Like, we checked and a couple of times we had to replace them, you know, the wear. Yep. We replaced them at least once due to wear. So, yep. So, uh, yeah, everything was smooth. Okay. So coming back to yeah. us, um, I yeah. went to the site uh, earlier in the week myself and took a walk. Everything looked uh, like it had been stabilized and in place for some time. Didn't notice yeah. anything that I was concerned about. Um, do we have other commissioners who have questions or comments about this particular site? Uh, I have none because I also have recently walked and looked at the site and would agree with you. I did not see anything. Okay. Dennis, can you enlarge this plan at all? Yeah. It's, the, it's not the most user-friendly, but I can do a certain area, because so it's kind of... No, because right now it's this big, and I can't see it at all. It's okay. tiny. All right, it's, I'm just trying to see if I can try and fill up the screen a little bit more. And I can. I have to sort of zoom around then around it. So how, how about now when you're viewing? It hasn't, hasn't changed. Oh, really? How about everybody else? Can everybody else see, like, on this share screen? What what I'm seeing, like, with the zoom in? Uh, it looks the same uh, to me, too. It hasn't changed, Dennis. Oh. All right, let me try something. Sorry. This is the one aspect. I've, everyone else has been screen sharing on the meetings I've been. I haven't had to do very much of it, so let me share. Oh, wait a minute. Let's try. What's that? Yep. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I didn't realize. I thought it just showed whatever I was looking at, but I actually had to change the screen share. So. So. Other questions from commissioners? 
Just kind of a um, administrative question. So the certificate of compliance is for the work that was in the original NOI and within the property boundary shown here, right? We got photos from the, of the bank, but that wasn't part of the original filing. Sort of was, but it was, remember it was sort of, we, um, it was part of the original filing sort of in terms of the bank stabilization, but it, hindsight, it probably shouldn't have been if that makes sense, because of the whole CR aspect of it. But it was done, and so it so was there's included just, in the original. There's some mechanism in the Certificate of Compliance to pull that in as well, because it's not shown on the as-built, the, the steps. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Let me just double-check. Hold on. Okay. I think as long as it references, I mean, Katie and Heidi, let me know if you disagree, but as long as it references... As long as your certificate of compliance references both of the permitting documents, I think one was probably just an email, correct? For the, right. the work on the bank. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, the final landscaping plan will be presented for approval. No grass planted within 10 feet of the shoreline, and all any trees removed shall be replaced on a one to one basis. Those were the three parts of the landscaping that were in the order. Yep, we did that. Because remember, um, I had showed you way, way back, like a couple of years ago, that landscaping plan. Yep. Yep. So all that, all that stuff was was done. Yes, that was done. You know, like probably about a year and a half ago. Yep. Ago. Yep. Dennis been a frequent visitor to my shorelines. <laughs> and that was before Goldilocks had opened. I mean, God, <laughs> Goldilocks had actually been open. Uh, I know. I would have had you know, probably twice a week, at least. So. <laughs> right. so I just want to clarify that the northern property line is coincident with the DCR property. Is that correct? You mean like along here or along here? Along here? Yes. Uh, the northern property line. Yep. Yep. Right. Sorry. I didn't have my north arrow on there, but I'm just, I was relatively sure it was a north one facing upward, but I just wasn't 100% sure. So yes. Yep. yep. That's the, that's DCR property from there down. So even though like, did the work on it to like stabilize the bank and clean it up and everything like that. It was, it's actually technically DCR property. And going forward, any work on DCR's property would need to be authorized and permitted by DCR. Unless it exactly. All yes. Which we've learned. Exemptions. Yep. Yeah. And then you just mentioned uh, replacing trees, but I, I don't recall that there was tree removal as part of this. There, no, there wasn't. There weren't any. I think we just put it down just in case any had to come out. It was, yeah. it was sort of one of those ones that we weren't sure. We didn't think any would, but we wanted to have it in there just in case they like, you know, once they sort of did some work and they found a tree need to get replaced that we would get another tree in there. Yep. Okay. Everything, yeah. that everything that's out there right now is either lawn or small planting. No exactly. Tree. Exactly. Yeah. But it was just, just we kind of just put it in there just as sort of a, just in case. In case. Yep. Okay. Uh, looking through the group here, any other comments, questions, concerns, certificate of compliance request? Seeing none. Um, do we have technically any members of the public? I guess we have your neighbors, uh, so we can open yeah. this up to the public if anyone has a question to ask on this particular filing. And I've unmuted both uh, Kelly and uh, Mr. Wong, so if any of you all have questions, 
Oh, you can see him now? Nope, no nope. questions. He has a beautiful property. Oh, thank you. No <laughs> questions. <laughs> All right. Okay, um, hearing no questions, we'll bring it back to the commission. Um, do we have a, a motion to close the public hearing? I'll make a motion to close the public hearing. Do we have a second? Second. Okay, and for this, I have to ask each one of you individually uh, whether or not you agree with the motion. So I uh, would vote in favor of the motion to close the public hearing. Heather? I vote in favor. Heidi is our second. Lindsay was our motion. Uh, Dave, please. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Lindsay. Aye. Dave. Yes. Okay. And I think that while we have two new commissioners with us are either voting today. Um, Eric will be because he just got sworn in and Sig will not be at this point. He will be at some point, but not in the future. So, but Eric, okay. Eric is a sworn in. At the end here, we'll introduce everyone, but Eric, yeah. I do have to ask you how you vote on this file. I vote to approve. Okay. Do we have a motion to issue a certificate of compliance? I need such a motion to I'll issue. Second. I'll second. All right. Since we can see everybody, why don't we just try to take... Yeah, that's why I, yeah. I switched back out of that one to give it more of the Brady Bunch feel and sort of do this, which I think will work better. We can do, we can do hand signals. Excellent. So uh, we have a motion and a second to issue a certificate of compliance to 37 West. If you agree with this, please raise your hands. All right. All right, Dennis, our applicant voted with us, but uh, yep. you have a vote here, and that would be 6-0. Uh, yep. All right, we are good to go in that aspect. So, um, Rick, you're all set. I'm going to work on the paperwork probably tomorrow, and uh, I'll have it ready for you. I'll have it filed in the clerk's office, and I'll send you it uh, by – if I don't get it done tomorrow, it'll probably be – Early next week. Yeah, we have Monday. Well, Monday's a holiday, so it won't be Monday, but it'll be like Tuesday or so. But you'll get it in the short week. Then you can take that in and Dennis, okay, we need to, uh, talk there. about signatures here at some point. So uh, maybe after we go through the next hearing, we do need to talk about signatures. Yep, I figured at the end we can sort of do the signature talk and sort of do a little more introduction too to our new, to new members as well. Excellent. I, figured, I thought we could do that at the beginning, but then I didn't want to keep uh, Ellie and Rick waiting too long. So. All right, so uh, okay. our next hearing here is 35 West, a notice of intent. Thank you. Sorry. Right. Thank you. If the applicant would like to quickly introduce themselves, and uh, Dennis will pull your plans up. Sure. Um, I'm Kelly Herstack, and this is my husband, Hector Garcia. We live at 35 West, and um, I can also share my screen, too. I've got the documents. Um, do you want me to start talking about the project or, or not quite yet? Uh, let me just read the notice. What I'm going to do, Kelly, is I'm going to make you a co-host, and then I'll let you share the stuff. So um, I think that might be even easier because you probably can jump a little back and forth. But uh, first, I'll read. Do you want me to read the notice? Or? Sure. Okay. Let me just call it up. And this is all things I should have had ready. Let's see. All 
accordance with the Massachusetts Wetlands Protection Act, Massachusetts General Laws, Chapter 131, Section 40, and the City of Medford Wetland Ordinance, Chapter 87, the City of Medford Conservation Commission will hold a public hearing on May 20th, 2020 at 6.30 p.m. This hearing will be held to address a notice of intent filed by Kelly Herstack to raise the existing garage, construct an addition to the existing home, reduce the size of the driveway and level it, and remove slash replace slash install fence around property boundary within the 100-foot buffer zone of bordering vegetated wetland, and 200-foot riverfront area at 35 West Street in Medford, Mass. All interested parties are invited to attend. For information on how to view plans for projects, please go to the following link at the city's website. Oh, and I'll, I don't think I need to do that. Or order Medford Conservation Commission. Dennis, uh, Kelly, if you'd like to start uh, sharing your screen and introducing your project. Sure, sure. So I'm gonna bring up the um, Medford engineering drawing to show existing conditions and proposed conditions. And so ultimately the goal of our project is to get a, install a first floor bathroom and a first floor bedroom. Uh, our, the overall square footage of our dwelling is 788 square feet. And uh, we have elders uh, that visit us often. And my father who has some severe mobility issues that will be getting worse over time um, who will be moving in with us. So hence we need to uh, have a safe place and eliminate stairs. Um, so over here, you can see this is our existing dwelling. And for those of you, I think all of you who've walked the river, our garage, our existing garage slash storage shed is literally right on the river bank. So we're proposing to raise the garage. And uh, over here, you can see the outline of the addition. Basically, we have a, a three-season porch right here uh, that we are going to knock down because it doesn't have a foundation underneath it, and then um, add structure here and add this structure here. Um, the driveway right, right now goes to the garage, and it's going to be shortened. And this is what we'd like to make level um, because in uh, stormwater events or storm events, uh, water actually tends to come off the road down the driveway. And actually, I think, Dennis, you even saw it about a couple of years ago when Rick was building, where water just would shoot right down and go into the river, and it took out Oh, a, God, yeah, it was it's, pretty much just a straight, yeah, a straight hay, hay bales. Like the Grand Rapids. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's about a one to, one to two foot. I mean, we're level at the, at the street, and then it, at the farthest point, it's two, an elevation of two feet. So we'd like to level that. Um, it, may, it will make it safer, too. Uh, so that's the plan there. So the garage is uh, about 200 square feet, and the addition is 425 square feet. So overall, we're improving the pervious conditions, um, 280 square feet across the site. Mm -hmm. uh, when we're talking about a fence, we, um, we have a fence now. We have a small dog. And although someday we would love to get rid of the fence along the backside of our property, right now for dog safety mm -hmm. reasons, we, we really need to keep that. Uh, and then along property boundaries, um, both neighbors have some of their utilities, like their air units. Uh, and of course, you can imagine, you know, real close to the property boundary. So just to control noise and not be an eyesore, we would like to put um, some fence. 
you. Uh, Dennis, would you mind uh, sort of opining as our agent on uh, the site and the proposal? Sure. Um, I've between Rick's project and the and Hector's previous project, I've been to the site many times, and it, it does have, you know, a, a strong dramatic slope going down from the, I mean, you can sort of see the, it's a five-foot drop from pretty much the front to the back, and it's, it is an old sort of, you know, garage that, you know, and with a driveway coming from the garage all the way to the road, so this project would remove the garage, which is the closest thing on the whole property closest to the river, so it would remove the existing garage that is right pretty much almost on top of bank close enough to the top of bank move a significant amount of driveway and the addition of you know the additional housing it's it's in terms of you know sort of kelly said it, it is a net positive in the increase of pervious space to the property um one of the things i did talk with uh kelly before was about the driveway and you know we did you know we did sort of talk about the possibility of like pervious pavers which would actually increase even more amount of pervious space, but as she was sort of alluded to with mobility issues, that's not really the greatest thing. You know, I sort of know, like, if I ever had to redo my driveway, you know, my dad walks with a walker, so I wouldn't want to get fevers. I pretty much just want, you know, a nice smooth surface, which isn't the greatest thing for, you know, runoff, but for, for safety, it's, 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 it's a better plan. So, I mean, the entire project is completely 100% within the, uh, zone of the bordering registered wetland and of course as well within 200 feet of the riverfront area so it, the entire project is one you know there's not a single portion of the project that isn't you know falls under our jurisdiction so it's 100 percent within our jurisdiction it's not like one of those ones where a portion of it is and a portion of it isn't it's but you know i mean i think it's you know, i think i mean i don't know how much you want me to sort of go into i think it's a, i think it's a, it's a good solid project for the area you know it's it's adding on, it is adding on to the existing house, so it's increasing the footprint to the existing house, but I think the decrease of the uh, pervious space, especially in the back of the property closest to the river, is is fine. So, uh, just sort of to kick off a couple of quick questions here, um, has the city engineer had a chance to see the plan? Because one of the comments I would assume will be that water that was previously going to the Mystic River now will be going to West Street? Uh, no. Well, for one, I have not lost these two um, building because I wanted to go through conservation commission first in case there needed to be any changes. And the water is just when there's a storm. So it, I don't think it would change it very much. I mean, it shouldn't be going down the driveway in the first place. It's just that it's pretty level with the street. Sorry, it's only trying to say something. It, it's during heavy storm events. Yeah. So, Katie, if I'm understanding, and this is Heather, your question, basically it is during stormwater events, there is going to be an increase of water in the, um, into the city sewer system. Is that your question? It is. And my comment was more just uh, normally when we do get these new driveways and most of West Street is paver driveways, actually, as you walk it for some of the renovations. Um, I know when Cassandra was our city engineer, they felt fairly strongly about this. The West Street drainage system also goes out to the Mystic River, so it finds the same place. But I do think if you're going to propose to alter the stormwater patterns here, we are going to have to get the city engineer to take a look at it. Okay, I can do that. I can send the plans off to uh, 
tomorrow and ask him about it, but and see if he has any input in it. That's fine. Um, is it so the driveway? You're basically just making the whole driveway elevation twelve, so it'll be relatively flat. How much higher is West Street? Like, is stormwater is going to still flow across the driveway to some extent, right? Yeah, I mean, primarily the stormwater goes down the street in this direction. Most often it's going down the street. There is a slight lip as you go up here onto the mm -hmm. sidewalk. Um, I'm just saying in heavy storm events, this, you know, the torrential down rainfall is when it comes down and goes down. It, it's not in regular rain events, but it, it do, it, Primarily, like we don't have a river flowing down our driveway. Yeah, yeah not on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. Um, maybe this is an appropriate follow-up sure. question then. Um, has there been consideration already to what type of vegetation is going to go in the... Thank you. Yeah. New, newly in, in our backyard? landscaped area, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be primarily grass, but shrubs, native native materials. Um, I'm an environmental consultant by trade and an avid gardener, so it, it won't be mud. It will be <laughs> what is appropriate as well as pretty. Sorry, Heidi, I think you got cut off a little bit before. I think you were trying to make a comment? I did. <laughs> I, I was, and um, I just wanted to ask, and I believe the question's been answered, but what kind of vegetation will be going in to the west of the new garage? Yes, so, so lawn and shrubs. I think they'll have to, that area will have to be monitored for erosion. Okay, you know, mm -hmm. regularly yeah. after rain yeah, events. Absolutely. All right, I apologize, I can't see everyone here, but I wanted to make sure we talked to all the commissioners. Dave, any uh, questions that you might have on this filing? Uh, no, not at this time. Uh, Eric. Yeah, I'm curious when the garage is removed, um, will you have to replace any fill below what I assume is a, a slab there yes. now? Yep, yes, just to bring it level, level to grade with the rest of the yard. Do you have an estimate on how much fill that requires? No, I don't know how thick the slab is, although I, I don't think the garage was built with, you know, great construction, so it can't be that much. Yeah, and going back to Heidi's area, whatever fill goes in there will likely have to be monitored pretty closely to make sure it, it's uh, stable. Yep, understood. Other questions from commissioners, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, Alicia did just join us as well. Uh, my, my other meeting ended early. We like your background. Nice to see you. I'm at home. I'm not really there. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of gather that, but excellent. Uh, Heather or Sig, any other questions for the applicants? Uh, Basically, my questions have already been answered. 
Um, I guess my only question would be, I think it's where that, where the driveway is ending in the proposed condition and the new uh, footprint of the home extension. Um, if there are any downspouts that are proposed for that area, that water would flow from that 12, 11, 10 directly into the neighbor, neighbor's property. So I think just making or being cognizant of that um, for any kind of proposed condition there. And I think we would pose that back to the applicant. Do you have an idea of where the downspouts for your new roof might be located? Uh, they'll be towards the back of the property. Thank you. Okay. So again, I think to most of the commissioner's point here, I think there, there's some concern here, obviously based on the topography of your property that uh, erosion issues can continue to be a problem. And I think there's some questions outstanding from commissioners related to planting and stabilization in that portion of the property. Um, and Dennis, I think it would be appropriate to try to flush out a little bit more what the intended planting is there, you know, whether that is going to be grass or shrubs or planting areas. And then again, any proposed uh, stormwater alteration of the driveway is going to have to go by the city engineer. So we are going to need some permission uh, from Tim on uh, West Street drainage and uh, the department's opinion on that. All right. Questions for before I open it to the public. I think our only public might be Alicia technically at this point. Uh, I think our last attendee has yep. left us. Um. I can just sort of jump in. I, I went and looked in some of the city plans while we were sort of going over this. So the actual, the drain that is closest to the house, it is, as Kelly said, it's going towards in the direction of Rick's house on that way. And it's about maybe 20 feet past Rick's house. That's the drain. And that drain does then go into Mr. River at that point. So water so it does goes to the outfall that's west of 35. Exactly. Yeah. 30, 30. Yep, 37. Yeah. 37. 37. Sorry. And we keep that drain clean because it, you know, just <laughs> with everything that moves through it, so. <laughs> okay. Other thoughts, questions, comments uh, from commissioners? All right, I'm scrolling through. I don't see any raised hands right now. Uh, Dennis, maybe if you wouldn't mind. Oh, uh, I think Kelly is actually screen sharing. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind unsharing. Oh, sure. I'll kind of look at each other. Yeah. Stop sharing. Here we go. All right. So I am soliciting a little feedback from my commissioners on how they feel they'd like to proceed here and any of their sort of final thoughts. I'm going to start with Heather. Well, I think you've pretty well covered it in your, in your summary. Uh, we have to deal with the stormwater issue. We have to deal with the plantings. We need to deal with the fill and the basically bank, bank issues. Um, many of those things, the standard things that are already in our, our uh, condition of orders would apply anyway. I see that these things, oh, I would like to have a planting plan. 
I agree with that. I think in this case, yeah. it'll be important to kind of know how the edge of that property is going to be stabilized. Exactly. I mean, I like the concept of obviously the native species, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously the applicant is very aware of the kinds of questions we're going to be asking about that anyway. So a planting plan will just save some time. Okay. Okay. Uh, going next to Eric. I have no additional comments at this time or questions. Uh, I definitely would like to see a planting plan and um, you know, proposed interim where the, the slab is being removed, but nothing beyond that. Thank you. Heidi? Nothing additional, thanks. Okay, Sig? No further questions. Lindsay? The only other uh, kind of final lingering thought that I had was um, uh, if we could just have something specific in the order regarding um, staging of the demolition debris, oh, um, just to make sure that it goes in directly into a dumpster. It's not staged on the ground. It's not left on site. Okay. Dave, other thoughts? Uh, no, I do. I do not. And I don't think it was brought up, but there's, is there going to be a fence that's associated with this? And I apologize. Yes. I know that was briefly stated. So just like a stockade fence, like a six foot, or is it going to be like, no, just, I'm just more or less, that was one of those items that yeah. wasn't actually yeah, no. so, kind of glossed so up, over, but no one actually. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Up, up close to the house, it, it will be six feet because if you look at, um, just to block the utilities on so either I just side. Did a, I just looked at the street view, correct? You literally have yeah. two air conditioning units directly next yeah. to the exactly. home. Exactly. That. Yeah, so we, we would like to take care of that. But then as soon as the house ends, I mean, we have views and our neighbors have views. So that fence will be low. Um, and if we could get away with it, we wouldn't even put a fence, but we, we do need a fence, right. unfortunately. That was more of a clarification for me. So that's really, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for asking that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and coming back to Heidi, who has her hand raised. Sorry, I no, it's very, very polite. Is this um, in the floodplain? No, it's not. It isn't. Okay. Great. Yeah, I, that, fine to the bank there, right? It's on the DCR property, is the edge? That's yes, correct. exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty high up off the ground. I mean, from the bank, from the, from the actual water's level to the edge of their property is about seven, eight feet, maybe? So yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I have one yes. other comment. And I'm so sorry to bring this up, but I noticed on the form, on the notice of intent form, that there was the checkoff for, was there an alternatives analysis? And the checkoff was no. And of course, what you've done is exactly what we want to see. You've pulled the structure away from the river. Unfortunately, when DEP reviews these plans, that's one of the things they say, oh, there wasn't an alternatives analysis, that's a flag. So if, you're, if we're asking you to submit a planting plan, I would ask that you submit a very simple statement that will serve as the alternatives analysis that says, the only other alternatives would bring work closer to the river. So we are doing an alternative that moves things away from the river. Mm -hmm. And that will cover the alternatives analysis. 
Yeah, absolutely. Basically, you could say based on the shape of the lot, this alternative stays furthest from the resource area, right? And if you can also please copy DEP on the planting plan and that that statement that will then it will get matched up to your filing. Okay. The other piece on the filing here, Dennis, is I noticed you sent us a request for uh, a butters list and also unsigned forms. So maybe we need to talk a little bit about how the paperwork is going to get executed and just making sure the notices did go out for this one. Yeah. They go out, probably uh, has some of the already returned green cards. So they've been coming in. So did get that. We went over the, I, yeah, so apologize for that. So, um, but notices did go out to the abutters, so I think actually Rick mentioned that he got his card when I spoke to him the other day. So when we, when we, did, when we did our practice Zoom call, so. Um, and then you have a signed copy of the application that has Kelly's signature or her husband's signature on it. I do, yep. Excellent, okay. I brought all my paperwork home for this, so. Fantastic. So what we're doing in terms of just sort of an FYI for like mailings, we're just having people, especially people in Medford, we're just having them drop off at the uh, the box that people can pay their bills in at City Hall, the big white one that's outside. Just we're having people drop it off there with our room number on it. So then we can just get it right away so we don't have to deal with, you know, mailings and things like that. It's, it's just a lot quicker. For the signed forms, not for the notifications. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Yep. Just for the signed forms Sorry. and things like yeah. that. Just. Unfortunately, despite the state of emergency, certified mailings are still required, and I'm sure yep. this call has been sending them for work uh, still, so. Um, okay, so I think we've got a quick summary here, Dennis. Maybe you could uh, just quickly go through it of the items that we would need uh, to proceed with this filing in the future. Sure, um, a planting plan, a submittal of the plans to uh, McGivern, the city engineer, just to get his input on West Street. Um, about information about fill that is going to go in for this, where the slab is being removed, and we just uh, a note in that might uh, yeah the staging of demo debris that can be something just to be put in the order. So make sure that like you know no demo debris is left uh, out overnight. I sort of mentioned that to Kelly the other day that that's sort of what you know basically anything would be kept anything that's dropped off would be at the front of the house any uh, property anyway nothing would be left to the rear and then anything that's taken out will be brought out and then moved as quickly as possible so, so maybe when we're getting a little bit of supplemental narrative here we could just include a couple of those things just to make okay. sure it's documented if, if, and, and, and the probably like in the same letter or note the alternatives analysis just include that as well yeah sort of a note saying that response here yeah Quick um, clarification yes. question, if I could. Um, for the soil, for the fill that's being brought in, what we're trying to answer is the quantity, not you know the source or the type of material. It's just to gauge how much fill is being brought in, even though we have the contour map. Okay. We have the sort final of a rough grade. idea. So you know, basically, if you know the thickness of the slab and how below it goes, if you can sort of roughly tell that, and it's just a rough okay. idea on the quantity. Okay. So, um, can I can I ask a question? Are, are we talking that I will be submitting a letter to you that will include the alternative analysis language, as well as the slab information, 
And then in text form, can I present the planting plan or are you, you looking for more than that? No, I think um, an indication of the types of plants you're going to use. So like, you know, it doesn't have to be exact, but you say I'm looking at you know, X, Y, and Z as, you know, mm -hmm. like shrubs that'll be put in there. And, you know, as okay. long as they're native, you know, I think that would be, that would be okay. acceptable. I mean, because, okay. you know, if you say we're, if you say you're going to put, you know, this type of one and then just can't find it, then yes. if there's another native one that's available, you know, yes. that's acceptable. Okay. I think maybe the best way to address that might just be even if you draw it by hand, but just to kind of indicate on the plan where exactly you're proposing to plant. And about yeah, that's a great idea. Yep. Species you would be thinking about planting there. Okay. You can just sort of use the uh, one you got from Medford Engineering and just sort of draw on there Absolutely. where you're thinking about putting shrubs and things like that mm -hmm. and just give a little bit of an idea. And then also just a few examples of the kinds of shrubs you're looking at. Okay. Just list them right on it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Doesn't need to be an engineered plan, but just something for the record here so that we do have a documented uh, planting and that we can approve. Okay, very good. Okay, so uh, reading the room here and uh, acknowledging that public comment remains open. Uh, I believe we're headed to a continuance here, uh, waiting for some materials to be submitted to us. Uh, Dennis, when might the Medford Conservation Commission be meeting again? Our next scheduled meeting is June 3rd. Um, Ellie, if you could get that info into us in the next week. Yes. Yep. And I don't see any reason why we couldn't meet again on the 3rd. I've already got the meeting scheduled in the calendar anyway, just in case. So I've, I've yeah, been sort of looking up on our Zoom calendar, these meetings, just to make sure I've got the, I've got the room claimed, basically. So um, if, if you can get into us by then, is that acceptable to the commission? You know, one week's... Uh, prior to the meeting to look over this stuff. I think that's fine. And I would just uh, acknowledge that we are likely to be virtually meeting here for right. so that it will be uh, this format again on June 3rd. Do I have a motion from the commissioners uh, to continue this public hearing till June 3rd in a virtual format? I'll make a motion to continue the hearing till June 3rd in a virtual format. Thank you so much. Do we have a second? second. All right, if everyone could raise their hand if they are in favor of the continuance. All right, Dennis, that is six of us. Uh, we thank you so much for coming to this hearing. We look forward to getting your updated materials uh, in about a week's time, and we will see you on June 3rd. All right, okay. great. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. You. Kelly, I'll send you the invite for the meeting, you know, with the info right after I get off with this, I'll just, and I'll send it to all y'all because I've already got the meeting already planned. So I'll just send that so you have the invite right away. Okay, okay. perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, have a good night. Good night. Good night. Stay safe. I'll just, it's a non-issue because you said virtual, um, but I got confirmation from the mayor today that City Hall will not be open to the public by June 3rd. Um, so you'll want to, I haven't actually gotten a relay today's update from the mayor yet to the staff, so. That's fair. I think we're hearing from everyone we interact with that we're going to be video hanging out for quite some time here. So, all I think so. Not a bad first start to it. No. We didn't get bombed, so that's really, at this point, that's all I care about for the most part. Because, I don't know, I, I think I mentioned it, alluded to in my first, one of my emails, but the very first meeting that I 
ran was, you know, a few days after this, all this sort of happened and we got zoom bombed within about 10 minutes and the meeting just evolved into chaos and things being drawn on the screen and naked pictures getting thrown up. And uh, it went bad, really, really bad very quickly. So I have, I'm surprised you didn't make the news, Dennis. (laughs) Well, it was when every, every other (laughs) happened to so many people, we sort of, uh, we sort of (laughs) fell through the cracks. Because, I mean, literally, it, the very next day, there was an article in the Globe about all these meetings getting Zoom-bombed. So it was like we were, like, right at the, you know, the sweet spot of <laughs> people doing it. So There was a discussion on Mass Planner's email list the next day. And, in fact, ours was one, or maybe even that evening, ours was one of several public meetings held in Massachusetts that were Zoom-bombed in a very similar window of time, like within a – an hour and a half, two hours. So it's tough to be gotten good. We're now an we're now experts at this. (laughs) Excellent. So Dennis, tell us what else is new in the world and introduce us to our new commission. Yes, let's do that. So um, I don't know if everyone's box is the same as mine. So, but uh, Brooke Rexford is um, works for Epsilon. He has been sworn in. at, it's sworn in, so, socially distantly sworn in, I think is the way to describe how you got it done. So um, at City Hall, outside City Hall, through the door, basically. And so he, um, I don't know, Eric, you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself and sort of say hello and. Sure. Yeah, so uh, I'm a, I live in West Medford. Um, I've been a Medford resident for just over 10 years. Uh, I've got the. Uh, Three small children. We, me, my wife and I, um, have been really enjoying our time in in West Medford. Um, I work for Epsilon Associates. Uh, I'm a, a senior planner uh, in the real estate group for Epsilon. My my focus really is uh, Chapter 91, um, but there's often a fair amount of overlap between Chapter 91 and, and wetlands, as you might imagine. Um, but you know, it's a full spectrum of projects that I work on, um, like I said, mostly real estate, but uh, from linear transmission energy projects to offshore wind. Um, and uh, I've been with Epsilon for just over five years. Welcome to the commission. Yes. Hello. I, I look forward to meeting you all in person for those of you who haven't met. <laughs> Maybe someday. Someday. <laughs> Maybe. There is one commission member absent tonight, so you'll meet him as well, yes. Alex. And now, Sig, if you want to jump on the Sig Zanson, um, he is right now the associate member, and then oh, in a few months' time, when Katie's term is up, uh, Sig will then be... Retires? Calls it a career? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hey guys. My name is Sig Zane. Um, my wife and I live right off Salem Street in Medford. We've been there for about six months and we love it. We are now like laser focused on finding a place in Fulton Heights to call home. Um, I am a landscape architect. Um, I have worked with a small landscape architecture firm in Somerville, um, focusing on institutional and commercial design, about two acres in size. Um, I'm now working at ACOM, and we are doing 
uh, transportation-based design work um, with a little bit more of an ecologically focused, like planting palette. We're doing a lot of work with the cities. Um, pump stations, uh, highways, um, a lot of really exciting work like that. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. So, um, yeah, it's nice to meet you all. Welcome aboard. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to both of you. I'm sort of thinking, why don't, why don't we all sort of just sort of go around and just give a little, for, for Eric and sake, so they can sort of get a better idea as to who these pieces on the screen are. And, you know, I'll sort of start and then we can just kind of go around. And um, I'm Dennis McDougall. I'm the city's environmental agent. I worked for the city for about seven years. Prior to that, I worked for an uh, environmental consulting firm, TetraTech, for about 20 years. Uh, I mean, Mostly uh, a lot of Superfund and Navy Clean you know, Cleanup. Uh, I worked on a lot of Superfund and pretty dirty sites over the years. And I've been, as I said, I've been working with the city for about seven years now. And before that, I was on the commission for about another 10. So I basically was on the commission and then this job opened up and I looked at it and uh, had a look back. And that's pretty much me. Okay. I don't know, Heather, Go next. Uh, hi, I'm Katie Moniz. I am currently the chair of the Medford Conservation Commission, but elections are being held in uh, three weeks here, so start to uh, your candidates. <laughs> Heather and I have some ideas about that, so get your bumper stickers going because uh, you are going to need a new uh, fearless leader to run the remote sessions. Uh, I am a civil engineer and an urban planner. I work for TetraTech, Fort Point and Associates office, and for many years I worked for BSC Group, which was a smaller engineering firm. Uh, but now that I work for the large empire, uh, we are often in front of this commission. So after 12 years of service, I am going to step down. I'm going to become a member of the public. I plan to come and ask exceptionally <laughs> questions about why you guys aren't being tougher on applicants or <laughs> certain species and, you know, generally be a pest because you get to do that once you are a retired member of the commission. But uh, it has been great. And uh, for the new members, you are joining an excellent group. Heidi basically, not basically, actually wrote most of the regulations, so she is our pro in that space. Uh, Heather knows Medford better than anyone I have ever met, um, and Dave and Lindsay keep us grounded. They make sure that we know what we're doing and acting reasonably and generally make everything go by attending meetings, so you join a good group. All right, Heather, you're up next. Oh, uh, I am, I must say that the reason I am involved in this group goes right back to Heidi, who basically caused a lot of trouble for the existing <laughs> years ago on the mayor. And as a result, uh, they needed to create a new commission. And I believe it was Heidi who put my name forward to the mayor. I do not come from the background and training oh, that you have. I basically, however, have been on many, many boards and volunteer groups within the community. And that's, I've also been around to see lots of what's gone on behind the scenes and kind of the political aspect. I have very much enjoyed working with everyone um, over the years. 
And I definitely am the senior member. So you all have to be very careful of me and protective of me during this COVID opportunity because I fall into <laughs> group but really um it's a great group exceedingly professional um i don't think katie we need you to ask tough questions however we will need you for various social experiences and oh, i love it I that. oh we just went what do you favor and introduce john john is right behind you right now john <laughs> And basically, I was thinking, how wouldn't it be nice to have a socially distanced, thank you, Katie. I was trying to think how I could place tables all around so we yeah. could megaphone each other to say good, to say <laughs> our formal goodbyes, but never a goodbye. So, great idea. Well, we've got at least three more meetings, so. Exactly, so. Exactly. So, John, you can serve me. All right, Heidi, you're up next. Thank you. Um, I also want to add that Heather has great expertise at bringing down some of the uh, tenor in the meetings when things get a little too <laughs> excited. As Heidi starts, I'll just remind everybody because this is your first meeting that the meeting continues to be recorded and, and broadcast on local cable access. Actually, this one isn't. Oh, we're not at all for us. No, because there are two yeah. meetings, so we're, we're on the third, so. Oh, this is the third public meeting? Because there was a city tonight? council and then your meeting, the CD board. They both uh, took precedence. Uh, okay, great. Just people tend to forget that. We feel like we're in a closed room, and sometimes we're not. Go, Heidi. Great. Now you can tell us good stories. Great. So I've been on the commission for, uh, I think, only five years, six years. I'm not sure. But I've lived in West Medford for 25 years, and um, it's and I work for, um, as Eric knows, I work for MassDEP in the wetlands program, and um, it's been a it's been many years now, but I came across two fairly egregious violations of the wetlands act going on in Medford at the same time, and we're never supposed to take enforcement at our own communities. It's one of the unwritten rules, but I had to. And uh, I, I did, and, uh, and luckily what came out of it was not, was that we um, have a conservation agent as opposed to paying a penalty to the mass you know, general funds. It actually went to um, something that was very, very useful. So I'm pleased I did it. It was, uh, it was exciting <laughs> at the time. And if Kim had known that I was going to be at this meeting tonight, she would have asked me to say hi to you guys. But I was oh. actually in a meeting earlier today with Kim Lundgren, our oh, original wonderful. environmental mm -hmm. agent um, back in from 2001. Um, she's actually consulting with the city on a resilience hubs project being run by the health department. Excellent. And if Kim hadn't become the agent, I would not be in this current position because I worked with Kim before she became the agent. And she basically called me up just after she took over and just a little before Heather came on when they redid the commission, she basically called me and said, you live in Medford. Great. You're going to be on the conservation commission. You're meeting the mayor tomorrow. And, and then if I hadn't been doing that, I wouldn't have this job. So I, we all, I owe it all to Kim. It all works out. <laughs> all right, Lindsay. So I am a Medford resident. I've lived um, up by Wright's Pond for 12 years now we bought our house 12 years ago um we love it we're never leaving um 
I'm an environmental consultant. I actually work with um, SIG's wife, Alice, at ERM. Um, we both do contaminated site-related uh, investigation and restoration work. Um, and I joined the commission because when I moved here, I was leaving Cambridge, and I had been on the Cambridge Conservation Commission before I came over here. And um, my father's been on his conservation commission out in his town for like 30 years, so it's in my blood. <laughs> but it's been fun. I've learned a lot about the city from Heather and a lot about regulations from Heidi, and it's, it's a, been a very good experience. So welcome to the commission. Okay, Dave, last but not least. So I'm Dave Sharon. I, uh, much like Lindsay, I live up in that Fulton Heights, North Medford area with my wife and two young boys. Um, I work, uh, unlike I think everybody else, I work in commercial insurance. So for Chubb, the largest property and casualty insurance company for anybody who's interested. I do. Uh, <laughs> Excellent pitch. Uh, yeah, no, right. Um, Primarily uh, environmental liability risk transfer, so kind of specialty stuff. And I couldn't even tell you how long I've been on the commission because uh, I'm living in like Groundhog Day now. My whole life is just like, uh, it's always Wednesday. I don't know. Yep. It is. Definitely. Okay. So I actually haven't met our new members. Um, yeah. I also live up in Fulton Heights. I live a few blocks from Wright Pond as well. I'm the director of energy and environment. I hold the title environmental agent, but Dennis does the work of the environmental agent, um, especially since I was also asked to take on running the Office of Community Development. Um, so, you know, we're, by the way, there's a business grant program. Anybody knows any businesses in Medford? We are now, we have grants available. They can apply online. And there's a, an open uh, Zoom meeting for people who want to know about housing op relief and op opportunities, but, you know, help um, tomorrow evening um, that somebody, part of my office is running. And there's a business meeting actually tomorrow afternoon for businesses that is being run out of the, the mayor's office, but community development will be staffing it. So we do all kinds of interesting stuff. And we have a lot of interns this year. I don't know how and why I did it, but I seem to have six graduate students working for me. So I, think I, I don't even understand how a virtual intern might work. How confusing. <laughs> so we launched a business grant program, but it was really the research of the the putting it in a smart sheets and all of that was done by graduate students. We do zoom calls. We do online. I do a lot of online chatting with them. I was learning Slack, but it seems I'm going to be able to add them to our Microsoft teams group. Um, so two are working with me on that. One is working on our climate adaptation work. One is actually working directly for the CPC administrator who now works in my office. Um, so one of the graduate students will be working for her doing CPC and housing work. Um, and then we have one graduate student from the Fletcher School who's uh, working on greenhouse gas reporting. She did it last year, so she's finishing that up before she moves away. Excellent. 
That made me actually think that we should hop back to Heidi here quickly to talk about CPA a little bit, and also that we got a request for comments on some work up near the Brooks Estate. Yes. I actually think uh, Grove Street. I, I wasn't entirely sure how it's related to the larger Brooks Estate, but it's the space between the- So I don't know, I, I can sort of go into a little bit of it. Do you know, I, I, I know where the slave wall is on uh, Grove Street? I don't know if any of some of you might be familiar with some of you won't be. It's 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 basically it's a wall that was built by slaves in the early 1800s and still extant. And so there's an area there behind it that is city-owned land that they're going to actually convert into a sort of a passive park. And so the uh, Manfred Historical Commission got some CPC funding to actually do the work on it. So it's it doesn't actually none of it falls under our jurisdiction, but they wanted it sent out to all commissions and you know people wanted comments on it. And basically, it's it's going to be sort of more of a passive park with I think like one parking space, maybe two. I think two parking spaces total is what they're what they're talking to. But it's just you know for areas more of a contemplative park, and it's, it's sort of right. At, it's basically if you're driving down Grove Street, backs up to the railroad. It backs right up to the railroad, and then eventually at some point, you know, if they they've been sort of talking about sort of getting some funding to actually do like a walkway over the railroad at that point to like the two neighborhoods, but that's I think. Great idea. Sort of a, a future sort of plan, but for right now, it's it's just it's it's for that. So it, it, as I said, it doesn't really. There's no uh, wetlands in that vicinity. No, you know, nothing falls in our. It's far enough away from the river. It doesn't really fall under our purview. But you know, we just wanted it sent out. I, oh, that's another thing. So in the last few months, I've also been uh, sort of signed to help out the historical commission in their yeah. work. So you know, helping then you know send out notices and also in this case help in their uh, meetings as well, sort of staff their meetings and send out notices and things like that. So that's how I know a little bit about that. Just because. And also my best friends growing up lived literally right across the street from that wall. So I've see been seeing that wall my pretty much entire life just about. So, so uh, we were emailed a copy of their draft master plan and some requests for comments. And Dennis, I believe it's only was sent to me, but maybe you could share it with everybody. Sure, I'll do that. I just, I, I, it was, I got the message. I just got it today and sent it out. And then I figured we'd talk about it tonight and then, you know, I can send it out to everybody. So it just didn't sort of pop up in their mail, sort of completely unawares, except for Katie, of course. The only and then thing just for clarity, we don't have to make comments because exactly. again, jurisdictional, but if you're interested, send some comments along and uh, Dennis one, can complete them. Yeah, one quick suggestion. Whatever park they do there, there needs to be some signage or clarification to all of those residents who live across the street from there all the way along the Brooks Estate with regard to dumping of leaves and other vegetable matter, which has done a lot of damage along that section. So it's not this as bad as a passive park, but this is a good opportunity yeah. to start to perhaps get some signage up related to that. And I think also once people start going in there, it'll be a little more visible and they'll be, they'll be less likely to just exactly. dump stuff in there. So that's sort of a hope. So. Okay. So remind me to get that email. And if you have a comment, please send it along. And Heidi's going to tell us about what's new in the world of CPA. I'll, I'll keep it quick. Uh, in May, we appropriated 250000 towards AP, ABCD rental assistance, and that's for citizens of Medford to apply for rental assistance. The city council 
uh, voted to only release 125 of that. And once that's spent, the additional monies would be also available. Uh, we also allocated $20,000 for pro bono legal services through uh, Housing Families, Inc. And again, for Medford families. And so that, that was pretty exciting. Uh, we're about to start a new application cycle. The applications launch in June. And eligibility determinations um, need to be, will be running through August 27th. And full applications are due on September 24th. Ah, good. We'll see you. <laughs> um, I, I also have an idea that I, um, that I meant to t talk to you, Dennis, about possibly mm -hmm. having the Conservation Commission be an applicant for a project and apply for CPC funding. And that would be for this about a hundred foot long paved swale that runs directly into the Mystic River. And I believe it's on housing property land. So ironically, we walked by that last week and I took a picture of it to figure out if Alicia might be able to file for a grant for it. So yes, we absolutely want to. Yes. Is this yes. the area by where is the boxing court was going to go? Yes. Senior okay. Center. Is that, the, is that the one near the Senior Center or where is it located? There's yes. two right um, there. Yeah. Right. The so that, that, is that that's the one you're thinking of, right? Yes. Yeah, that's good. So the first, one of the questions I have is, is who owns the land? Is it city owned land? I think the land where that on is city owned land. It's basically, it's right on the border. So if it's what I think it is by city owned, it's Medford Housing Authority. Owned. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And all of this is relatively newly, um, surveyed because of the clippership connector going through the dcr has been yeah. doing work getting easements from the housing authority and from the neighboring properties so they should pretty be pretty clear about where their property lines are wow. as a result of that work occurring i apologize my 15 year old son is playing video games across the table for me. <laughs> i know you can hear him when he does that and i'm unmuted um, so yeah, that's housing authority. We would have to partner with the housing. You would have to partner with the yes. housing authority. But I know they would be very interested in anything that would improve their property and not cost them money. Excellent. And that's a great thought about that. It was recently surveyed through DCR. So there'll be there's plans available, which is very helpful. But yeah. I think one of the questions, obviously, is what is exactly tying into that swale? You can see the outlet of a pipe, which I assume comes out of that parking lot, but I don't know what else might be tied into it. But it is yeah. absolutely... We researched that. We actually dirty researched dirty water that. and trash. Um, oh, my earbuds are going to give out on me. Um, it's been a very long day. Uh, so we did, we being the environmental office, did a green... Uh, green infrastructure study and looked at potential locations. It was Horsley Witten and the Mystic River Watershed Association with our office. And they looked at creating, so what they looked at doing was not removing any of the, the concrete, but adding a, a bioswale of some sort off the top of my head, right next to it, near it. And we even did a test pit 
in order to see what was um, viable there. Um, but as a result, we looked at what was tying into it. And so I can't tell you off the top of my head what is tied into it, but I have should have that information. And it is definitely, okay, now I'm going to tell you off the top of my head, a combination. It's definitely city streets because there, there was a city interest in mm -hmm. doing that, storm drains. And there may have been probably included housing authority parking lot as part of it. Yes. Um, but that would have been one of the things that we looked at for that green infrastructure grant. But we'd have the records. Fantastic. So I think we should absolutely try to pursue it because I think it's a place we've all seen that really could use a little love and we've never applied for VA funding. No, and I, I wondered if it would be advantageous to partner with Mystic River Watershed Association on it. Absolutely. They would definitely be interested because they have a history for, in that location of having done, you know, helped us with some doing this uh, background research. And that, as I said, Horsley Witten did the, the science, the research, the engineering portion. I'm sorry, did the engineering work for the DCR plans or for, oh, for the green, the green infrastructure study that we did. So okay, we got great. a grant and we hired Horsley Witten through Mystic River Watershed oh, Association to do the study. That there were a couple sort of let rounds and when we couldn't move forward with the green infrastructure in Riverbend Park, we ended up doing the rain garden at Wright's Pond, but the dollar for dollar was not the same. And so we actually paid for having the pest test pit and the science done at that housing authority location with, because they did not want us to give back the grant when yeah. we were stymied. Mm -hmm. DEP actually wanted us to do useful work and do some studies. So that, that was a DEP funded grant. So basically what we have is an idea, plenty of background information that can be pulled together and some thoughts on who we might be able to partner with, which sounds like a plan to go, to go ahead with or to at least further explore. We, we aren't going to resolve it tonight, but it sounds like there's plenty to work with. Yep. Great. Good and suggestion. I plan on being, it, with, with the commission's approval, I would like to take the lead on that. That would That's be great. Absolutely. Let us know how Thanks, we can Heidi. help you. I'd yeah. Love that. Tell me what you would like me to send you any documentation or material. That I have. Okay. We'll do. And Alicia, given that we have a lot of young, uh, hungry interns working for us this summer, if Heidi needs some additional help, we could great idea. pair them you up with them someone. As well. The intern that I didn't remember to mention is the one being paid on a Tisch Fellowship. She starts June 1st, and her main project for us is to research, develop, research, and then develop for Medford and adopt a storm drain program. Hmm. Um, and depending on her timing, implement it. Tish is paying for her to work for us for 10 weeks. They've shortened her weekly hours and they've required her to be 100% remote, but she is local and she wants to stay on with us as an intern after the 10 weeks. Great. 
Okay, so positive news on the CPA. Dennis, maybe uh, just a quick recap of what we're expecting for June 3rd. We'll have a continuation of tonight's uh, 35 West Street. And are we expecting anyone else? Um, we have one other and it's, I've got it here. Sorry, I'm just, I was gonna say my office is a little messy, cluttered right now, but it's my kitchen table. So he got a request for an extension of the order of conditions for the, uh, Eversource, uh, Instar Eversource work that's being done in Medford right now. So I'm going to, that's going to be put on the agenda. They want to just uh, have it a continuance for that. So, um, but the one thing I was sort of wondering is that all the, it's. Do I they think, need a continuance because of the state of emergency? Well, that's what I wanted to sort of talk to you about. I don't think they do, but I wonder right now they don't, even though it's, it's actually sort of lapsed, but it's on hold. So they're, they can continue working on it. But, wondered if we should just sort of do it and get it done with or when everything is lifted we don't have to rush into it if that makes I, sense i can't oh, imagine it's going it's not going to take much time for us to put it on on and deal with it on the agenda oh so. yeah was, sorry was that the dcr paving and mcdonald's no 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 that's i haven't even gotten to that alicia okay <laughs> Sorry. That's coming up later. So They're this getting is anxious this... for my attention here. Yep. <laughs> so no, this this is the uh, Eversource the work that's being done in the uh, on Winthrop Street and things like that. So they just want an extension for that for that. So um, that it's going to be that, and it's going to be uh, Kelly's work, and there's going to be nothing else on the agenda for for that. Okay, evening. great. So, so well, what the else? Other thing have? is that uh, I just unfortunately I got it today, and as I. Mentioned to some of you all earlier, I was sort of tied up earlier today because I put my finger open and had to go get stitches, and I'm sort of unable to. So I kind of lost some work today. So, um, so I I was going to speak to this gentleman from DCR earlier and get to talk to him until a little bit later, but he's his name is uh, Paul Nige, and he works for the DCR's Travel Repair Program, and want to just do some repaving of some of the pathways at McDonald Park, the DCR Park that's down on Mystic Valley Parkway. So, I mean, to be clear, this was actually, a con it's part of the work that was approved, but what he said was that the work, um, we actually approved the McDonald Park work so long ago that the approval is run out. Yeah. So I might have the date in him and his. Um, yeah, so right, they it expired a while ago, so it doesn't really fall under this mm -hmm. this timeline. But he was looking over it, and he wanted to sort of me sort of sound out with you all because they are it isn't like new pathways that they're putting in; these are existing pathways that are there. And he thinks they might fall under uh, it's three ten ten point oh two two b two p, which is pavement repair, resurfacing, and reclamation of existing roadways within the right of way configuration provided that the roadway and shoulders are not widened, no staging or stockpile materials, all disturbed rolled shoulders are stabilized within 72 hours of completion of the resurfacing or reclamation, and no work on the drainage system is performed other than adjustments and or repairs to respective structures. <laughs> so, I feel like Heidi's going to improve upon that citation because I can already tell that she is reaching for her citation. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, I might be opening the regs, yeah. <laughs> Thought as much, as but I, I as just you wanted open to them, I'll just the um, what they wanted to do is you may be aware this happens with DCR. They go, 
it's the end of the budget year. We have money. Where can we spend it? And so they are, this is one of the things that they were trying to do with the end of budget year money. Mm -hmm. I feel good about that. that I sometimes feel bad about the fact that they try to expand their pathways. So that's not always my favorite part of their plan. (laughs) These are, these are the existing ones. So it's not any additional pathways or anything new, which is, which is why, you know, they seem to think it might fall into this. I mean, Basically, are we talking about this may or may not be on the agenda? Well, yeah. honestly, he basically or, or it, said I mean, that sure why we're they, they want to see if, 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 he said, if the commission sort of agrees that they can do this work without having to come before us, based on the regular, the reg that I just sort of read. Okay. So is and, that the discussion we're having now? As Dennis is what I'm asking, are, are you looking for some sort of permission from the commission? to answer that right Basically, I'm looking to see, or at least, or at least, you know, have a discussion on it, and then we could put it on the agenda to fully discuss two weeks. About, yeah, I don't think it's a right a away. So we know, yeah. How about they mark it up in a plan so we know what they're asking? Right. It's definitely not a right of way. And, yep. you and unfortunately, I, I was hoping to have that and send it to you. So he actually did send it to me, the stuff. So I'm going to send that off to you today, and I'll basically call him tomorrow and say we're going to talk about it June 3rd. Excellent. If he would like to come on as well, he'd be you welcome cannot to start a deliberate via email. So if you could just send it exactly. to a limited number of commissioners, we will do a quick peek at it. Or I could just sort of send it on a blind CC to everybody. That would be fine as well. And Please don't file. Exactly. Right. Well, no, they, they wouldn't be able to because it's a blind. Okay. Excellent. So if I just do right. a blind CC, nobody else knows who's on it. So I'll just do it that way and then. No, it'll literally just be to everyone, and then you can sort of look at it, and if you have questions, send them to me, and then I'll, and then we'll bring him on, hopefully, if he wants to come on, because he basically said, he basically just came out and said that we actually have to do a full filing, we won't be able to do it by the end of fiscal year, so he said, you know, he, you know so I'll tell him that tomorrow. They may just decide to move the money elsewhere, or repair the pathways that are not under our jurisdiction in the park, there are a, a lot of them that are, so they... I mean, the park itself is monstrous, so and there's a lot of pathways that aren't. So they might just go and repair those. But so, so I'll see what he sort says tomorrow. So there's a lots of if ands buts maybe. Yep. Everyone's got to so, so look for your email. Yeah, just email us Excellent. and let's start there. Exactly. And all right. And Do we have any other have... outstanding issues that we need to talk about before we call it an evening? I don't think so. Um, signatures. Signatures. No, the signatures. Yes, thank you. So. Um, we were sort of talking, there is an allowance for an electronic signature, so I think I'm still going to sort of play around with how to do that, because I haven't really done that with uh, any of you all folks yet, but I think my understanding is that you just sign something and make send it to me, then I can just crop it and put it on the document, and that's considered acceptable, correct? It's my understanding of it, but I honestly don't know, so I've got to sort of so you could send us a copy of the signature page yes. and ask for someone to reply with either a returning a, a signed copy so they could print it and sign it and scan it back in or they could print it out and drop it in the city of Medford's mail. That makes sense. Or if you have your signature electronically, which lots of us do, you could insert it into the document and give it back to Dennis electronically. Yep. So that sounds like a solution. We have three options. So I, everyone feels generally the, uh, comfortable. Yep. 
That's fine. This is for the compliance, which I'll probably get done tomorrow because those are pretty easy to whip up. And then this will, this will be kind of good to do this sort of as a test run before we have other things sort of coming in that require signatures. So okay. um, I'll do that tomorrow and I'll send, I'll send the PDF out. And then, you know, if you want to put the signature on, we can do that. And then and the other, the other option is, which I've done in previous boards is that you know, I've had multiple signature pages. So if, if everyone isn't all in one, you can have like two pages basically back to back with like two signatures in one, two signatures in another. And okay. I think that's what Katie was describing. We would all just sign our own and send it back to you. Exactly, exactly. But I think if it's cleanest, so do it. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, as I was that thinking works. that, I was like, I think that's exact. But I sort of described it a different way from, the, <laughs> you know, other way. So. Okay. So signatures, anybody else got anything before we call it an evening? Very quickly, yes. as you know, the BJ's gas station was appealed. It yes. has been assigned to a staff person here. We have not yet been cleared for site visits, though we will start holding site visits. And it, the way it'll be done is that we can only have 10 people max at a site visit. So the analyst in this case is going to have, it's going to be challenging for her because there's so many abutters but yeah. she's going to have to call all the parties involved and say, look, you can bring one representative yeah. because, and if there's more than 10 people, she leaves. Well, I mean, fortunately for them, they have the legal yeah. counsel. So I think it'd probably be just the legal counsel and like one other person. And they might, they seem to be deferring to them for a lot of that. And then there'll be like BJ's and their legal counsel and, you know, maybe like one of us and it'll be fairly minimal and everyone, fortunately it's a big, huge area in which nobody is actually to be there, Again, so. not something that we need to just really deal with tonight, but yeah. um, basically, it sounds, Heidi, like they have put some very reasonable restrictions in place for everyone's safety, and yep. it'll be interesting to hear how it goes. It will, and for our new commissioners, this is the BJ's location on the Medford Malden line. It is uh, located next to, I'm trying think of what's some Whole Foods, Whole Foods Bakery. Whole Foods Bakery. See, Heather goes to Whole Foods Bakery. Me, I defer to Wendy's and John Brewer's, but you know, it's tomato, tomato. So it is over there. They were looking to add a gas facility in the parking lot adjacent to Middlesex Ave and their neighbors have appealed uh, our issued order of conditions for that particular site. So more to come in the future. Do we need a motion to adjourn? We need a motion. Who would like to make it? I will make a motion to adjourn. Second. All right. All in favor. Hands. <laughs> so nice to see everyone. Exactly. Take and care. I'll send you out the invite for the June meeting. Maybe not tonight. I'll see. But okay. I'll get it out to you in the next shortly. I'll do it tonight while I think about it. So I'll get all that and I'll see you all in two weeks. Okay. Thank yes. you. Good, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Have a Watch good night. Thanks, Eric. Thank you.